So last week I was down in Naples, and uh, the reason I went down there is in my younger priest years. Uh, I used to go there annually uh, to work in, it's not exactly a parish, but it, it takes too long to explain. It's, it's, it's a church, I work to work in a church down there uh, near, near Sorrento. And there's a lovely community of people there. This is a really faith-filled community um, with their struggles and with their problems. <clears throat> and every year you'd go down, you'd get to know them that bit better. And they're very open. Italians are, well, at least especially down south, uh, they're, they're quite open. So they let you into their family relatively quickly. And so you get to know them on a fairly deep level uh, within a short space of time. So I hadn't seen them in years. I hadn't seen them actually since we started here in Holy Family because I haven't had time to go down there. So I haven't seen them in seven years. So I was in the sacristy, came out to celebrate Mass, kissed the altar, looked up, looked around, and I nearly burst into tears. Because right? I looked over there, and there was a lady who had lost her husband, uh, who I knew uh, a couple of years back. Here's uh, another lady whose sons, both sons, are now having serious marital problems. Uh, it looks like both marriages are going to break up. Uh, this lady here, uh, has finally separated with, with her husband after a long and very, very difficult um, situation of addiction. Uh, this girl here, who, when I saw her, was a teenager, is now married. Uh, this other girl back in the corner, married and with a baby. And, it, like, just life has moved on. Uh, and just scanning, you're part of all of these stories, and you're aware of so, much of, so many of these stories and so many of these struggles, and so many of these difficulties, you know. And what, what's so beautiful and, and fascinating and, and, and difficult in our faith is there's just this constant battle going on within us. Uh, I know uh, there's, there's more expected of us as Christians or as Catholics. You know, oh, he goes to Mass, so he, you know, should behave better, shouldn't drink, should be more honest. As soon as you, you are, even more so than as, as priest or, or as a priest or religious, more is expected of us. So people look at us as, as practicing Catholics and, and expect us to have a certain lifestyle or at least a, a certain standard of morality. To be honest, we probably expect similar things ourselves, or at least I hope we do. That we're looking at our own lives going, there are things I know I need to change. There are things I know I could do better. Like, there's this constant struggle within us <clears throat> of our own human nature, which is not bad, but it's fallen, and it is damaged, and it is hurt, and it is wounded. So there's that. And then there's our, our, our desire for, for goodness, our desire to be good, our desire to be holy. And then there's like our, our moods and our selfishness and our desire for revenge or our desire <clears throat> just to satisfy pleasure, or whatever it may be, that's pulling us the other direction as well. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, then you have the example of good people in our lives who want what's best for us and are calling us on to more. There's this, this, this kind of constant struggle within us uh, trying to be what we're called to be and yet on a daily basis seeing the weakness of, of of ourselves, of our, of our, of our own will. Uh, I was just thinking about this this morning as I was thinking of all of these 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 people, as I say, as I, as I scanned the chapel, and just just to see how much they had been through, even in in the space of their lives, the part of their lives that I was aware of. 
the struggles and the joys and the birth of, of children or grandchildren and the loss of a husband or, or a wife and, and marriages and then, and then divorces and breakups. And you're, you're just, you, you, just scanning a chapel like there's just a world, a universe of, of experience and hurt and joy and, and history there. And in all of this dynamic and mess and, and darkness and light and joy and sorrow, God wants to make a home in our hearts. God isn't a spectator in our lives from heaven, from the comfort of his heavenly couch. He's not a spectator. He looks at you and he knows you and he knows your heart. And his greatest desire is to heal you. His greatest desire is to have you with him in heaven. His love for us is just, it's infinite. It's beyond words. It's beyond any, any, any poetry or prose. It's beyond scripture itself. The, the love of God for us is simply unfathomable, incredible, indescribable. And he sees this, this mess, the mess of your heart, the mess of your family, the mess of your world. <clears throat> he sees all these difficulties that we struggle with. And his goal is, his, his desire is, is to heal us and make us whole again. So he doesn't just do so by calling on from the sidelines. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> he doesn't just call on from the sidelines or maybe even worse again, just kind of sit there silently and judge our progress. We have what we call access to grace. Grace. Divine life. God's help. So yes, we, we're, we're weak and we're limited, but this, this infusion of grace, God's help, is supposed to elevate our nature, lift us up, so we're still us. We're still weak. But now we have, we have a help that, that, that's supernatural. It's not just my will and my digging my heels in and uh, my goodwill. It's, it's far more than that. We now have God's help. This is the great news, the good news of, of, of Scripture. That God, loves, God so loved the world, God the Father so loved the world that he sent his only son so that whoever believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. And so in this season of Christmas, we have the light of the world coming into the darkness of a crib, of a cave, of a shed. We have the, 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 the abject poverty of the situation uh, completely contrasted by, by the infinite treasure of God becoming man. We have such a, a, a simple scene with so few characters, really, when this will change the course of history. God becoming man, now, now visible for the first time. This will change the course of history. In some way, every person on earth is affected by what has begun here, what has been made visible here. And yet it's all so simple and humble. It's all so understated. So we have this, this struggle going on within us. We have God's grace on our side. We have God backing us up. We hear today in, in, in the, the reading of the, the gospel of the visitation, Our Lady going to her cousin Elizabeth. And Elizabeth, feeling that joy herself, and John the Baptist within her womb then, also leaping for joy. We pray that in this Advent season, as we walk with Our Lady towards Christmas, 
that we too might experience an ever deeper joy, knowing that whatever we're battling or struggling with, whatever challenges we have, we are, we're never alone. Our Blessed Lady is walking with us, guiding us to the birthplace of Jesus. And may he be born in our hearts anew this Christmas. Renew us and renew the face of the earth. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Cahill here. I uh, just wanted to thank you so much for joining us on our live stream or joining us to watch these homilies or indeed on the podcasts uh, that Paving the Way Home has produced over the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a great privilege to be able to, to, to speak to you, to share the gospel, uh, to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Uh, we launched our Christmas appeal recently uh, for, to fundraise uh, for the work here of Holy Family Mission. If our work here has blessed you, uh, you might consider uh, assisting uh, in, in the furthering the future of this uh, great work of the Lord uh, by donating maybe on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. There's a donate button up there just so that our work can continue here. We've had 80 young people pass through our formation program. There are plenty of school retreats going on. Schools come here to do retreats. Our mission team goes out to them. Uh, as, as well as other uh, missionary outreaches and retreats that we welcome here. Uh, so thankfully, it's been a very fruitful uh, mission and ministry, and we hope that you share our vision for the renewal of the church. So if uh, you feel the Lord is calling you to, to share or to help and assist our, our mission and ministry here, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much for your time, and God bless you.